diving straight in. Back in the lab. Back in it. This was the best response to losing two games, to go out and win two. It's funny that in the last episode we were talking about Barraza and, you know, this potentially being his trial, his tryout. Yeah. Like his, his run in the team and like the fact that he's either going to succeed or yeah. he's gonna, we're going to see that he's not the guy yep. and get rid of him. And that, like he's slowly, I think we might have even said it, like if he gets some confidence and starts playing, like he could be a guy. Yeah. And it seems like that's happened. Yeah. I mean, it with with Barraza, it's like he's never going to take Sean's position. You know what I mean? I, I With Sean being captain, we've backed ourselves into that corner. Um, I'm not saying that Barraza deserves to take Sean's position either, but it does suck, you know, if he ends up getting hot for like the next three weeks and then Sean comes back and like, obviously Sean's taking the role, no matter if Barraza has five or four more clean sheets between now and then every game, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, that, that's my thoughts about Barraza is like, it doesn't, and I feel bad because it really doesn't matter how well he plays. Like, he's not getting the starting role. I wish it wasn't that way. I know. He's so yeah. much more fun to watch. Yeah. Like, but that's he, he comes out of the goal. He's that guy that can ping passes. And, like, he adds another threat to our team mm-hmm. that Sean just doesn't. I mean, unless Sean's... Sean has that similar, like, distribution, but with his arms. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Barraza's better. is more, it's like, knock it up field. Whereas, but I also think Barraza, he would thrive more in the in the systems where we start to play out of the back. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, Sean, I don't think really has that in him. Yeah, but if there's anything that we could like take away positively from the Barraza thing is like the better he performs, the better we might be able to deal him and get some cash to do something with. Or if Sean were to, you know, not saying I wish it on him or anything. Yeah, I just, no. If he were to get injured, we're, we're not totally screwed. Yeah. Like, we do have a guy, potentially. Yeah. Whereas, you know, two games, two good games, two bad games. Not two bad games. Two, yeah, if, if we got to be fair. Yeah. We're going to call these games two good games. So it's been two, two 50-50. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, four average games even you could four go four average games yeah right like four there was not no good not bad outside of that free kick yeah which which like you, you can knock his many. positioning yeah. and his and his handling of the ball but not many keepers are really yeah. stopping um aside from that like you said with the distribution in the Montreal game the really the only thing to write home about was Barraza's assist to Izzy yeah. which was incredible it proved that distribution is something that you know he can handle um but other than that uh, I mean it that, that game, just to sum it up kind of in a couple of words, is it showed fight. It showed mm-hmm. character in the team. Like, we were able to grind a win out. Yeah. Should we have been grinding a win out against them? Probably not. Right. But we were coming off a loss from them anyways. Yeah. That's what shows the fight, is we just took an L to them, like, 10 days prior. Yeah. And we wanted that back. And we got it. And, and we then, took it back. And then, Ronnie must have... <laughs> been lighting dudes up in training yeah like he must have been lighting dudes up and saying why are we not scoring why are we not doing the little things right because then we go and thump some boys five now do you think so the thing with orlando we we've talked about in the past with the number of people whether it was the roar or michael allen like this rivalry like did you get that feeling with this game at all like i know in the past we've definitely hyped it up because yeah. there's been some insane moments but like i 
I know that they're a tough team, but I didn't feel like that fire. Well, the thing like this that is like this, time. this is like when we went and and steamrolled the Red Bulls. That that still felt like a rivalry game, mm -hmm. and it felt like yeah, we got one over on them. Yeah, this one I, I didn't get. It that. didn't feel like that because they did roll over Red Bulls, even though they got dumped, didn't roll over. Yeah, in that game. It's a good and point. like these these guys really like they rolled over. Yeah, they kind of. But there were moments where I was like, okay, yeah, they're they're an injured animal that we're just destroying. Yeah, like we're kicking walls well, down. You also but we were still to, playing really well. Yeah, you have to consider through the first like, I mean, we didn't score until like the late thirtieth thirtieth minutes, whatever one it was, yeah. like thirty fourth or something like that. And through the first thirty, forty, yeah, forty something something like that. Um. Like there were a couple of goals where Barraza like had to make himself big, like and it was him and the the striker and it yeah. was like one on one and he made like they were dangerous for that those first forty minutes it was zero zero. Like it's crazy yeah. that all of that production and goals came in, you know, essentially the second half of yeah. the entire game. Uh and then like you said, they they did just kinda like give up, I guess. Like Yeah, there was a point where you saw that they were just kind of like all right, let's just get out of here. Like, let's yeah, let's chalk this up. We know we're not. Their attack really wasn't doing much anymore. But there was still like, we weren't doing the thing where we were piling on by just like forgetting our tactics, forgetting our setup and everything. Mm -hmm. Like we were still we were piling it on while following the plan. And I I don't think Ronnie would have accepted anybody doing anything else. Yeah, like like malt coming up and playing triangles and getting in good positions for that goal like yeah that happening that late in the game that scoreline yeah. to me shows what ronnie's doing in the locker room mm -hmm. um and it was a lot of great individual efforts i mean like so the in terms of finishing you know this is something that yeah. we not we don't typically see from these guys and then you see izzy rip one left-footed gets goal of the week you see malt hit that you see medina opened it up with one of the best goals out of the all five that we scored i mean izzy's is probably the best but that medina goal is filthy the way he he tucked that top left near post with a defender on him that was ridiculous that seemed exactly like the goal that i think revolution scored on us mm, yeah the one where it was like left foot perfectly into the roof yeah of the, it seemed almost identical um and dude there's just no stopping that no there's, we talked about that it was when sean i think it was maybe boo that scored that on him gustavo boo or whatever and we were like maybe. there's no keeper yeah it, there's no way even though chano probably doesn't do uh sean justice no. there but whatever chano yeah. does, doesn't really do much. um and there has to be a lot said about the performance of malt in that game you got that man was, of the match that was like Oh, that that made me breathe deep like out i just felt so relieved yeah i was like okay finally he's showing exactly what he can do because for so long you're like it's almost there mm -hmm. but you can tell he's not fully comfortable yet yeah well we've talked very highly of him without much like evidence to back that up all because of youtube highlights like, yeah youtube highlights set us up for this really game that we just, just watched yeah highlights and just our like vibes from all day we were like he seems like the guy for left back. Yeah. Um, but then it's tough too because like, Thor is great. Thor is great, and I love his personality. But it's and weird I because this this was a rotation lineup essentially. There there were a lot of rotated pieces in. Yeah. Not we, like we didn't have fully, Acevedo playing. But it's like with our 
you know, somewhat of a, a rotation where we're like trouncing one of the best teams in the league five nil. Yeah, and that I, we kind of set up similar to how I how I play FIFA. Really, is how we set the team up. And um, let's talk a little bit about that. It's just weird that we go and win five nil with you know with similar, your ta- with your similar tactics. tactics to what I would run. Yeah, in this team, and um, you know, one there's been a there was a lot of positives in that game. The negatives you still aren't seeing Tenor Home be Tenor Home, mm-hmm. like that. That still is, uh, you know, we're still waiting for that. Yeah. Well, you know, there's always you know throughout a season there's very few players that are going to be like superstar. You know, from game one to game 36, and I think the important part is that the pieces around them. You know, we can expect like 80% of the time we're going to get Tenor Home as like a top two player on our team. But what you really need is like the the other guys that aren't always showing up to like lift themselves when somebody like Tinnerholm is sort of in a dry spell. It's sort of like with Tati being in a dry spell. One thing that we've heard so much, I, I swear I've heard Ian say it like 20 times over the last four weeks is like, Tati is not the guy, but he's a guy that scores 12 to 15 goals a season. It's like, well, if there's 12 to 15 and what was that, his third? or third or fourth um there's a lot to come even though he's been in this dry spell and that's something that we expect from him but you just have to have the the pieces around him to allow him to work through his issues yeah well i i I did see a few people saying like that tati shouldn't get too much confidence off of that goal because it was a tap in that's fair i don't think it's fair though i don't think i don't think that that's fair because at the end of the day, what that shows Tati is doing the little things still matter regardless if you are in a drought. Okay. So chasing the ball still, being in those positions, you can't, like, when you are so goal hungry that and you're in that drought, I feel like you, you can get into a mentality where you're like, okay, I don't need to do the little things. Yeah. I just need to focus on a goal. Just give me a goal. And you're forgetting to do the little things that lead to goals. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense and to me. So, Shutting down. I just wanted to shut down that narrative of like, well, it was tapping. It didn't matter. It's not going to do much for him. Like, no, that's <laughs> that that's going to lift his his confidence and show him that the little things do matter still. Yeah, that just reminds me of like the Bruno penalty narrative. So I understand you're always or your narrative with Medina last week when we were watching the game when it was like, oh, there was an easy, like he just had to be there. Yeah. Goal. I mean, he had to put it away at the end of exactly. the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, Medina has had. A handful of tap-ins this season out of his what is he at like five goals now I, you know i'm getting close to but it doesn't a... matter because at the end of the day like if medina is scoring tap-ins and that's what i want if like, we're winning games I don't, yeah. care. I don't care if it's 60 own goals that get us a championship that's what I yeah want. if we're like score if we're winning essentially um but even um you know maxi getting some stats to bring him some confidence even though his goal pretty lucky mm-hmm He's pretty lucky that fell back to him. Yeah, um, it's uh, just like Tati's essentially. But it is like, what it is. That that those are more things. That's less bad on us and more bad on Orlando for giving up. Mm-hmm. Because we don't score those goals if Orlando doesn't give up. Yeah, I agree. What do you think about uh, this being considered like a statement game for us? Because as, as I said before, we hopped on. Uh, on the mics officially we were like you know scrolling through our twitter just keeping up to date on local news or up-to-date news essentially about the team and like one of the things i saw is is nycfc the 
top seed for the MLS Cup at this point. No, I, I would say <laughs> nothing has changed from the last week that you heard from us mm -hmm. in our minds. I I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like I can. Yeah. Um, nothing's changed for us. It's two games we should have won. Um, maybe should have won Montreal by more. But the real statement game, if we want to, if we want to go there, is next week. Columbus again. Mm -hmm. That's our statement game. If we go there and we we take a result from them, then we can start talking about okay, we're moving in the right direction. I don't really, I'm not too bothered by the two losses, and I'm not too bothered by the two wins. We're yeah. in the same, we're in the same spot we were, and yeah. I think we need to beat Columbus to prove that we can compete with the bet with the better teams. Um, and just keep this thing rolling. Yeah, I think it's. I think in terms of Columbus, it's going to be super important to beat them, because uh, I think if you take like a third L to a team, it gets to a point. You know, after two, you're like, okay, if we get one back, we can prove to ourselves that we can beat them. But if you take a third L, I feel like you maybe start drinking the tea of like, oh, we can't beat them. Like that starts to kind of go into your brain. And Columbus is a team that anybody can assume you know we have a total chance of playing them in a, in the playoffs yeah well uh another another level to that matchup is that um you know obviously they have a game on us mm -hmm. but beating columbus moves us up above them as well yeah um beating columbus also puts us in a great position to be around fourth around fourth to third yeah um, maybe even second, depending on how those matchups go. Because you have teams like Philly um, and Nashville, who uh, Philly has two games on us, Nashville has one, and the max amount of points above us is three points. Mm. Um, so these games are, are important. They, yeah. we, need to, we need to beat these teams and um, advance. I think so like, that we can feel more safe in the playoff picture. Yeah, I think like, you know, we summed it up at the end of the last episode, what we really left with uh, after witnessing the two losses was we're still going to be in the playoffs. Um, I think NYCFC fans in general, they're not uh, worried about getting to the show. They're worried about performing when you're in the show because yeah. that's been our issue forever. Exactly. Since 2015, that's been our issue. Um, we've, we've never had much of a big problem making it there. We just have yeah. to do something when we get there. And um, I, I think at least now, as opposed to teams before, we have depth beyond our first team. Yeah, like because more than we ever have. Think about when when Villa was here. Yep. It, we had no depth. It was the first team or nothing. Yeah, it was like the the tactics were legit. Get the ball to him. Yeah, <laughs> we need to put ten other people on the field to get Villa the ball. Yeah. Um, and now we have depth beyond our first team, beyond yeah. our striker. Um, and so once once we get those pieces in, plus we're, I don't know how many times we have to say it, we have pieces coming back. Yeah, you know, not that anybody on Twitter right now is doomsday. They're quite literally the opposite, unless we're talking about stadium in the front office. <laughs> yeah, it's which not rightfully so. Yeah, it's not doomsday. So, yeah. um, and aside, and I'll just add this as like the last thing is aside from just pieces coming back, like we may also have pieces coming in. Like there's still the summer transfer window. Yeah, we still have two open DP slots. Exactly. Like, and there's money to be spent. That could get into a conversation about the FO, and if they're like, "Oh, well, look at how much money we've already spent. We don't need more." Who knows what what they're thinking? But I feel like it it has to be like terrible roster business to have two free DP slots in the MLS. I don't think we'll use it 
And not, I, not I don't think so. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to use it. And I think results like this, when we don't have pieces, yeah, we don't have all of our pieces, show yeah. that we're, we don't have to do the business. Mm -hmm. To them. Yeah, to I us, agree. I'm like, okay, we can get DPs that aren't playing international football and have yeah. them be guy guys. DPs are like MLS cheat codes to get amazing players for you know fractions of of what it would cost but then play. you look at inner miami and you're like okay yeah, just fudge matter. the numbers and they, bring everybody but in but it doesn't matter because <laughs> yeah. you have nine points after 13 games yeah, how do you have almost slammed as many points as you have games played after 13 um, yeah. that's pretty embarrassing um but that's i think we're, it. yeah we're gonna wrap it up um something to look forward to this week um i'm not sure exactly when this is coming out but NYCFC partnered with Rival Games. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're running a FIFA tournament. And so, um, you know, just got to show these kids what's up. Yeah, I had to sign him up. I, he had I, to sign me up. I, I, I had to force him to sign up it for was, this tournament. But now I have to admit, he's actually very bought into it. The It, it was never... I'd love to see it. It was never an idea of uh, being bought in or not. It was more um, previous... Uh, plans made that were kind of had to be worked around and so I'm gonna be playing in it live streaming it on my twitch which will probably be linked in the bottom of this video yeah and, and so, we'll like maybe upload stuff right to this yeah, channel then, like if y'all mess with FIFA exactly and so you know if I win maybe you'll even see NYCFC's Twitter shout that out yeah and I was we'll thinking see. too um like if if anybody that does watch likes FIFA Drop your gamer tag. Yeah, we'll play. Just drop it. And then hopefully getting a jersey to sit yeah, right up in. Yeah, big old right sign there. one. Um, and so if you are a fan of us, fan of me maybe, come mm -hmm. root us on. Um, other than that, we'll see you guys next week. Yep. After Columbus. After Columbus, after the after FIFA Columbus. tournament, yep. after all that. So, so actually, you're gonna, we're going to watch NYCFC Friday. Saturday, you can watch me go win attorney. Yeah, for the boys. and then you'll hear from us on Sunday, or Monday. You'll see a very, very sad Justin <laughs> next week. Post yeah. ninety on all platforms. See ya.